Have you guys seen Cuties yet? <laughs> um, it's not a good movie, and I don't mean that from the perspective of the content or like the subject matter. I, I don't really care that much about the subject matter. I, I And what I mean by I don't care is that I think that it's... I don't think that it should be a a censored topic like we can't talk about girls sexuality and 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 the exploitation of that subject thereof so i don't i don't care if somebody tackles that subject is what i mean just as i don't i don't care or i don't have a problem if somebody tackles pretty much any subject that i'm thinking of like if somebody wants to tackle the subject of slavery hey have at it if somebody wants to tackle the subject of of poaching in africa have at it. Some, what, whatever the, the thing that somebody wants to go after and make a documentary or a feature film, whatever, I, I'm good with it as long as it's done well. And that's the problem that I had with the movie Cuties. Yeah, I, I think that um, tactic is big. And it's I can see why Netflix, um, there's a big controversy about the way that they promoted the film because what they said, at least in the description and the warnings, like... Warning, there's uh, some, like, nudity. Where was the bit. warning? Um, it was on Netflix itself, if you go in, like, the description or something. I had, oh. I haven't looked myself on Netflix, but I had seen screen caps of the warnings that people had posted hmm. online. Um, I'm going to see if that shows up if I grab this my that's computer. That's a, a good idea. Because I didn't see any such warning when yeah. we pulled it up last night. I mean, yeah. I didn't, it wasn't... It wasn't like you can't get is. past the screen unless you... Yeah, it was basically just like any other movie on Netflix. You press play and then the movie starts. Um, and the whole reason why we watched it was because was I wanted to see what everybody was freaking out about. I had seen people blowing up on social media about this movie, Cuties. And then I had seen um, a, an article in Time with an interview... The director had been interviewed on time, All and right, just she. Hang on a second. So, mm -hmm. if I click on, it, it's under it's number eight, right? As of, what is today? Today's Sunday. Sunday the thirteenth. Uh, yeah. So if I go to scroll down Netflix and I see all these other movies that are suggested, we go num movie one is what is number one right now? Uh. It said away. Away. And we go all the way. Number six is alive. Then here's number eight, cuties. If I when I mouse over it. It just says top 10, shows uh, the girl, the main actress, whatever her name is, pushing her brothers in a little shopping cart through a store. It's got the the play, the up, down, whatever, emotional drama friendship. If I click the more info button, 11-year-old Amy starts to rebel against her conservative family's traditions when she becomes fascinated with a free-spirited dance crew. But there's no warning here at all. I go to play, and it just starts playing. It says rated TVMA. Yeah. Yes, true. That's but there, there was no, like, screen that came up that said, be aware of subject matter or something. And then you had to skip, you know, press, okay, I understand, or I, I, I agree to, I acknowledge these terms. There, there's nothing like that. Yeah, there's no I, warning. I wonder where people were getting these screen caps from, because people were saying, on Netflix, it says these things. And it had a list of, of warnings about, like, pedophilia and all this other stuff. I mean, people can make stuff up. Well, yeah, but I'm curious, where did those things come from? Right, yeah. Was it Photoshop or just somebody just 
manufactured. I don't know. It doesn't I don't know. seem like a lot of what people were talking about online was just like rumors and emotional reactions to this film. Like, I understand that Netflix originally promoted the film in a way that brought light to the hypersexualization of the girls of this age group. Yeah, it showed, it showed what, the four of them, the four of the main gals on at stage at the final competition, and they're wearing basically bikinis, like slightly bigger bikinis, yeah. and they're kind of in these poses. They're, they're doing like a Dragon Ball Z kind of pose, like they're all doing their little thing and whatever. And so... They're they're wearing stuff like you you might see in a like, I don't know a college gymnastics competition or something yeah or hip hop competition even maybe yeah maybe. right um and I mean the movie I, the reason why the director had created it she claims is to bring light to this issue of hypersexualization of preteens all over the world um, in the I media at various competitions what. I'm just wondering, like, who who's doing this? That like, what is what was the idea of coming out? Like, who was she going after by doing this? Like, the promoters of the the pageants? Like, who who who's the who's the enemy here? Just the problem at large? Like, I, I just don't understand what like what her angle was. If she's like, oh, I wanted to bring attention to this this issue that girls are facing. Okay, well, that's fine, and that's what I started by saying. I don't care if somebody wants to go after that. It was just done in a a piss poor way. Yeah, it wasn't very clear the aim of the movie because that was her claim outside of the movie, the director. But then, if you watch the movie, which I'm not suggesting anybody go out and watch it, it's not good. Um, but like, the the shots of the girls dancing in you know too short of shorts, like their butt is hanging out or um, their uh, abdomen is exposed. It's like the clothing that they are wearing is sexualizing the girls and. I understand that that could be done in a way where it's just kind of bringing attention to, oh, this is a thing that girls do because they see it in the media, in rap videos, whatever. And that was touched on in the movie of females using their body to get money or attention or whatever. Um, and the girls kind of pick up on that, the characters in this movie. But that's not very well explained. And I'm not saying that it should be in your face. But the way that this stuff was portrayed in the film, it... It was confusing because the shots were longer than they needed to be. Like, Which ones? Um, of the girls dancing and uh, moving in, in sexual ways. Yeah. Um, and especially the final dance competition. We talked about this. Mm -hmm. um, the, you were saying, I don't know what percentage it was, but it was something like... There, there was a ma The majority of the shots were of the girls dancing and the performance and not as much... Uh, bringing attention to the reaction in the crowd. Yeah, I was I like multiple seconds. I don't know, ten seconds into the the dance final competition, I was saying I want to see the audience's reaction. Like how how is admittedly it's all manufactured. It's a movie, so the director says, okay, I want you guys to act this way, and I want you to okay, you you're gonna be surprised. You mm -hmm. over here, you're gonna, gonna be appalled. Disgusting. You're gonna be yeah. whatever. You I want you holding your phone up. So it's all that's all part of the the show, the movie. But I wanted to see a little bit more of that. Yeah, especially if that's what... That was part of the message. It was just like, the director didn't want people to think, apparently from the interview anyway, that she was uh, wanting these girls to be sexualized. But the way that she executed the film spoke against that. Yeah, in, I just... In many ways. There there was a lot of things. And, and I can think of oh, an entire... I, just, I outlined a movie to you that I thought would have done the same... Mm -hmm. Had the same kind of core message... 
tackling the same subject matter, but in a way that was a lot more effective. Mm-hmm. They're just the reason this movie fell so flat to me is because there were things that just didn't make sense yeah. at all. That just seemed like shoehorned in there. Like you, you mentioned the reason. first thing about the phone. That oh, was the yeah. first thing that came up. Like the the main character gets this phone by stealing it from some guy. I don't know if it was her cousin. Yeah, that, I don't I'm really not, know who we this missed guy that was. was. Missed that. But he asked her to grab some stuff out of the front of this car and or his bag, and she looks down and sees a phone, puts the phone in her pocket. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. And then she hands the bag to the guy, and then she just has this phone and she's using it for. To, Apparently days, yeah. maybe weeks. Yeah, where and like nobody brings up the phone missing, and then it wasn't until like halfway through the film, maybe later, that right? The and guy I don't know how long that is in time. It like, seems like it's some time though, because she's been practicing and like getting and, like, coming to the fall. Yeah, phone. so it's been a while. It's not like yeah. a day. It's no. it's multiple days. Maybe maybe as long as a month. Not six six months. Anywhere <sighs> from like a week to six weeks, possibly. Yeah, and. The way he finds out that she has the phone is she's playing with it in a hall in the apartment. And yeah. he goes, oh, I thought you said you lost it or something or couldn't find it. And then she, like, runs into the bathroom and, like, the, another thing happened that we had no idea well, why earlier, happened. Well, b- earlier, but she chucks that phone. I, isn't it the same phone? No, it's a different a phone. A different phone? Okay. She's talking to her dad or she's about to talk to her dad and she chucks it out the window. So I was thinking that was the same phone. But I was like, how did they get that back? But, yeah. So this phone... Shows up and no, like somebody's paying that bill. Some it's, somebody, it's it's there. It's, it's like being used. Active. It's an active phone, so it just it doesn't make sense that this little girl has a phone and it's just kind of magically appeared. So I don't know if things like the the very very final scene of the movie is her going out and she's jump roping and she just keeps on jumping and her head stays even with the or like the 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 camera is panning up a building up up the city yeah. and she just stays like she's jumping and she's leaving the earth. So I I've thought. As we're talking about this in a couple times before, like maybe the whole movie wasn't supposed to be taken literally. It was like well, a dream yeah, kind of thing. We talked about that. There's like some artistic element to it where there was symbolism, like even with the dress that she was supposed to wear at her dad's new wife's wedding, mm-hmm. it it started bleeding and there was blood in the closet, and yeah. she was just like, Ugh, and then it goes away off of her fingers. But then later in that same day, apparently, um, she starts her period. Right. She gets just her period. Kinda, it was just... Uh, like, and then she looks in the closet and the blood's gone. And it's just like random things happening like that. And I don't know if it's just because it's a French film and it's another culture. I don't understand some of this stuff, but... Yeah, There's a scene know. where they're out. They're outside, all the girls. Uh, they're sitting on these little swivel chairs. They're, they, they've <laughs> gone to the competition or like the audition. And they're hoping that they get into the final show. I don't really understand what this competition is and what the show is and why it matters. It doesn't, that's not explained very well. I, I don't know if they win a prize. Like what, why does it matter? Yeah. I, it's not like a, it's not clearly defined as this, you know, an American, American idol kind of thing. Like, oh, if you win, you get a, a deal. Yeah, like, or I don't, like who the people are that's throwing this competition. Right. I have no I, idea. I don't it's just know. like, who is this panel They, they, they want to win. Why? <laughs> and they have like, a rival matter? group too. Yeah. Like, okay. Eh. And, and the, the other rival girls don't even seem to know these other ones exist. It's yeah. just kind of like, it's it, it. So they're sitting at these chairs in the park, wondering, oh, I hope we get in. And then like, oh, I don't want to wait here anymore. And so they wander off. And then they find themselves into a laser tag thing. It's like a there's random no warehouse reason, door that they go through. Right. There's no reason, no explanation of why they ended up there. 
I gave up, I, I suggested the idea that one of these boys that they were, they were admiring earlier, like, maybe he worked there. They could have easily thrown in a fucking single sentence, like, I want to go see where Bobby works. He, he, he got a job at the laser tag place. There we go. Solves that problem. But there's nothing like that. So they just go up to this, this laser tag place. They're running around, pretending to shoot each other with their finger guns, like, pew, pew, pew. Okay. And then as they're leaving, there's this encounter with uh, the the manager guy, and like, oh, we're gonna call your your parents. Oh no, like they please got don't. We're dancers. They're not paying. You're not dancers. Yeah, we are. And then she does a little provocative dance. The guy's like, okay, fine, you can go. All right. And then. Um, and there they had found out that they made it into the competition. Yeah, they or they were so excited about that. It's just a lot of things not making sense in the movie. It was just. It was weird. It was poorly written. Yeah. Like I said, I'm fine with somebody tackling that subject matter, but it was just, there were so many things that just didn't make sense. And like you said, maybe it was because it's French and we're we're missing something. Like, oh, maybe... We had the captions on and the movie was dubbed. The dubs were terrible. Horrible. And the dialogue or... Yeah, I guess it was the dialogue in the dubbing did not match the captions yeah. like a lot of the time. There was one part where the main character's walking up some stairs and this guy, some random guy says to her, oh, you look great. And then the caption was, you rock. It was like, what? So, and who knows what it actually said if, <laughs> yeah. if you had switched it to French. Like, I, I, we don't know. Like, it's just, it's just kind of a, a mess. It's a total mess. Um. So I had an idea for a movie that would tackle the same subject matter, but it follows a kind of a plain Jane girl. She's not ugly. She's not over. She's just sort of the the girl next door, middle of the road girl. And you see she's maybe anywhere from 11 to 14. And she doesn't have a phone at the start of the, uh, at the movie. And that's kind of the, the whole thing is she's wanting to get on a phone. And she sees her friends having phones. And then she's maybe some other gr- girl at school who gets picked on because she's not all that pretty. Maybe she's a little bit overweight. She's not all that athletic. And she's telling main gal, let's call the main gal Mary, um, that Mary's so pretty. But then Mary looks over at the popular girl's table and sees how pretty those girls are. And they're taking pictures of each other. But all any sort of sexualization stuff is happening on, happening on the periphery. It's not direct. It's 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 hinted at, and I think doing that as as with a horror movie, keeping your monster on the edges of the scenes is way more scary because it leaves so much more to the imagination than just shoving it in your face. Like here's some girls dancing, as opposed to we see Mary looking at her phone and she's kind of feeling bad about herself, and then maybe she hears a story about some girl and her. She knows that that girl, the other girl, Jane, has been really trying to get us some sort of presence on social media and then it hasn't gone so well. And then she ends up in the hospital because she maybe she attempted suicide or something. So she hears all these stories about things going poorly or well or vice versa in all manner between. But we're just kind of following this this person that's at the center of all this stuff happening around her. But she's not directly involved with any of it. Yeah, and I think even another element that would make that movie interesting or could is having a character that is having success, like being some, you know, influencer on Instagram or something, and then finding out that that character is stressed out beyond belief because yeah. she has to keep up this appearance and keep up her likes and she's stressing about uh, stressing out about people not following her or making negative comments or whatever like the things that are mentioned but don't really have a lot of light shed onto them yeah like like tim dylan the comedian has said a number of times like there are people who are in the spotlight for a time and that spotlight's not supposed to stay on you Mm. and social media has kind of allowed 
individuals who have been in the spotlight, this platform where they think they can continue to be in the spotlight. So they do weird stuff like follow political movements and try to get involved with that. And it's just like, no, you need to just live your own life now. Like get Mm -hmm. out of the light. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean that, yeah, what you said there, that I think it would work really well if that girl, Mary, she had an older sister. Maybe mm-hmm. she's at the, a senior or even in college, and that's what she's trying to do. And maybe she has some sort of following, and she's dealing with this, and you're like, oh my god, I lost 100 subscribers or 100 followers or something, and she's freaking out. And, you know, you see all this, and this girl's just like, how is so much drama, how, how are so many problems coming from this device and all the things that it connects to? Like, how, what is going on here? I just, no, people are vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> Which brings us to the next movie we watched. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the Social Dilemma. Yeah. Which was good. That, that was how you film a documentary. I complimented it multiple times. Yeah. Every time one of the speakers showed up on screen. Not that, every that, time. Not every time? No. Not maybe, every time. Maybe not the Tristan guy because he was in it yeah. the whole time. But they're often their name would show up as with any like halfway what, decent di- documentary what it is that they're famous for yeah what yeah, they're known for this things. when when you uh, if it's a movie about climate change and they have some scientists it'll say dr you know george slogenberg from the oxford uh, climatology center whatever and then i've seen it and i think it they did it in that social dilemma movie where if there's a certain amount of time like okay we showed him at the 10 minute mark and then again at the 30 minute mark so it's been 20 minutes then they'll pop up a name but sometimes they would show up they would have them on screen they'd show some scenes maybe like a server room or this little skit that they did with these ai guys that algorithm things they're speaking though yeah and then switch back to that they didn't show the name right then it's like well it was still the same per like we don't you don't we don't need to remind you yeah um but that was that was a, a well shot movie. Yeah, and I, they touched on the subject of of young girls in social media. Yeah, Jonathan Haidt did, which he's talked about many times. Yeah, and um, like the weird drama that was happening in the background. Oh yeah, the little the little dramatized family and yeah. the Ben going and getting involved with the extreme center. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, that and that movie was fine. It was a solid documentary. Yeah. There when when we started it, I I asked you. I said I wonder if anything. Or I wondered aloud if anything in here will surprise me. And by the end of it, nothing did. There was, I mean, we, but we listen to podcasts with tech people and we've heard Edward Snowden talk. And so we know that that's a thing. Like there's nothing in there that we're like, oh my God, they're (laughs) tracking our data. Yeah. But also we've, we've both used Google and we have a Google news feed that shows us things that we are often interested in or we've noticed when we search for something mm-hmm. then an article will likely come up that is related to that thing that we searched which was more often than not just a one-off search yeah so i've started searching in incognito tabs especially if it's things that i don't want it to show up and i and i i've kind of picked up on how what things it'll show you like if you search things related to celebrities it really latches on to those things so earlier today um, we were listening to the Tim Dillon podcast and he was talking about how Pete Davidson's parents had died in 9-11. It, it, no, it was just his dad. It was just his dad. And so I was like, oh, is, is that, I didn't know if he was, I, half the time I don't know if Tim Dillon's just making stories up and just being a goof or if it's true. That sounded true-ish. I was like, I mean, okay, let's do, let's find out. So I started typing out Pete Davidson in a new tab. I was like, oh, 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 backspace, close that tab, incognito tab, let's search because I don't give up. 
fuck about Pete Davidson. And I do not want to be inundated with news on Google about what he's up to and who he's dating. It's happened to me with Pete Davidson. I looked him up one time because I wanted to find out more of his stand-up or something. I'd seen a Netflix special and was like, this isn't good. (laughs) Why do people like this guy? And then I searched him. And then for like two months, there was just... Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson, Pete Davidson, multiple times in my newsfeed. And I was like, how the hell do I get rid of this? Yeah, you search some certain <laughs> things one time, and it's just like, you're, that is just connected with you. Like, no, I don't fucking hell. <sighs> yeah. I don't care. All I wanted to know was when this person was born. That's it. I don't want to know everything about what they're up to from this point forward. Like The algorithms in that regard are just, they're not terribly good. I mean, they're good at shoving this in your face. So if that's their goal, then yay, good job. But they're they're not really good at actually like giving you full useful or inf- useful information. Like my Google feed over on the side, it'll show me the same fucking story yeah. from ten different websites over the course of three days. Like. I know that the Dune trailer is out. I don't need to be told from every fucking website that made an article about the Dune trailer being out. Jesus Christ, fuck off already. I've also noticed that a particular article will show up not only in the main feed when I go over to my Google News feed, but then if I go all the way down to the bottom and tap for more Mm -hmm. or whatever, and it goes to the next page, then that same article will likely show up again if I didn't click on it. It's like, okay, there was a reason why I didn't click on it. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. Well, you just go away. I don't care how much money you're being paid to promote this thing. Get it out of my face. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, It, like we were talking about, that all all these things seem to want to do is reduce you to one thing to click on. Just like, yes, more Kim Kardashian. Just it, it, If you could just click on some sort of endless loop, that's just what it want, would want you to do. Yeah. It's, like, it, it's not trying to, there's no effort whatsoever from what I've seen to expose you to new ideas or new things. It's just, it's a narrowing down. It's a narrow, just bring it, bring it even, just reduce you to just this one singular thing. It's like, you like Kim Kardashian on Tuesdays when she's wearing pink. That's it. That's all you like. That's all you care about. What about food? No, no food for you. Do I get to sleep? No sleep for you. It's Kim Kardashian on Tuesdays in pink. That's it. End of story. Period. Fuck you. And that's also something that reminds me of something you've said about Spotify, I think. And maybe Mm. Google Music was better. Was a lot better. Yeah. But when you go to a radio station or something and you listen to like a thievery corporation song, then likely you'll hear 07. You'll hear Massive Attack. Portis Head, Head, Morchiba. All of the same trip hop artists will show up. It's just like, okay, well... I'm going to go listen to something else. It's just like, why can't you feed us new music? Like, what yeah. are you getting from this? Like, Is it just lazy? Yeah, I did an, an experiment with, I mean, there's just certain things when, when it comes to programming that just blows my mind. Like on Spotify, I don't know if I've talked about this. If you turn on no, this has been a big problem at work. <laughs> you turn on no explicit lyrics so that people aren't cussing. And so it, anything that's tagged as explicit won't play in in the radio. Okay, fine. But Spotify's radio, for the record, is fucking garbage. It's absolute ass piss poor garbage. It's a playlist. It's not radio like mm-hmm. Pandora or uh, Google Play Music when that was still a thing. I, I guess it still is for a little while. It's about it's to die. It's into YouTube Music. Yeah, which I'm I'm growing on YouTube Music, and they seem to be putting a big effort in, into updating it. And like it, I, I'm seeing tweaks <laughs> on a near daily basis. So they are improving it. But um, if you go to Spotify, it just and you say, let's say um, 
Father John Misty Radio. You go to that. It'll just pull up roughly 40 to 60 songs. And that's it. That it's not a it's not a yeah, radio station like Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, there's yeah. no radio section where it just will keep on playing songs. No, it just here's a playlist that's about three-ish and three and a half an hour long, and that's all you're gonna get. Yeah. And it'll just repeat that and repeat that. And it'll have the same fucking songs. Whereas on the flip side, it seems like with Google Play Music, if you like put a thumbs down for a song, mm-hmm. then it will pay attention to that and yeah. it won't give you music like that. Well, Spotify anymore. doesn't even have that option. There's yeah. no thumbs yeah. down. It's just, well, no, can, this is what you, you get. You can heart things, can't you? Yeah, but I don't know what that means. It just adds it to your favorites page. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think that's all it does. I mean, uh, Spotify's for not a, great. It's not good I don't know why Joe Rogan went there. Like, apart from the money. $100 million. And he's been <laughs> shitting on YouTube for a while, so. He yeah. has? He mentions it. He's just like, oh, we can't pull that up. They'll they'll pull this episode or something. Oh, well, it's different people. Like, I totally understand that. Yeah, if, if somebody has, like, they'll go and pull up somebody's music or something and then have it in their thing. But I swear I, he's also mentioned things about, like, censoring. Maybe. Content? I mean, and I suppose. I mean, it's, it's a challenging game to play because there is a certain line that you that YouTube has to censor. Like, you, they can't... Like, if they said n- anything's allowed, then you're going to have full-on child porn on... I mean, it would just be hell. And you don't want that on there. So they, they have to have some limits. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it, it's not a perfect game. Um, gosh. Yeah, the, the thing with the, the, the... So the explicit music. So it'll pull up this list. Like, if, if you go and... I don't know, you pull up a rap artist, but you don't want any of their explicit songs to show up. Instead of pulling you 40 songs that aren't explicit, it'll pull you up 40 songs and nine-tenths of them are explicit. It's like, why not just populate that list with songs that you can actually play as opposed to giving me five songs that you're going to put on repeat? It doesn't make any sense. Spotify is a bit of a technical hiccup there. Uh, batter- not battery, the memory card ran out of space because we hadn't deleted last week's podcast and now i don't even remember what the hell we were talking about Uh, algorithm yeah yeah oh and spotify and youtube and all that i did i I don't understand how how spotify doesn't have a a better radio option I, i don't get it yeah i don't know so I've got a little thing that you guys can try anyone can try this and if i explain this right you won't need to see this video so if you're just listening it'll work um this has really nothing to do with what we've been talking about we have a list of things on a whiteboard back there that we can talk about uh but this is a little thing that i don't even know if i'd call it a meditation practice if, if somebody that actually taught meditation did what i'm or talked to you and said what i'm about to say they could probably turn it into a meditation thing of some sort but all you all you got to do i don't even know what to call this it's just a little strange thing that i figured out and i'm, I'm, I'm sure, surely not the first person it's kind of like an exercise i guess yeah but not but not like a a, a physical exercise it's, it's like a i don't know what it, i don't know what to call it but all what you do is you just find something around to look at like for example i'm gonna look at the corner of of our computer tower there <laughs> and you just keep your eyes focused on that thing so you're you're not I don't know if I can look here and you can see my eyes here. So I'm not looking around. I'm not moving my eyes. 
whatever I look at, I just keep my eyes focused on that thing. So I'm gonna, there's actually a, four screws that hold in the glass panel. So I'm gonna look at the top rightmost screw of that panel, right next to the X of the Zydax. But then, like, Vera, put up some fingers, like, in this area. Okay, like a number of fingers. Okay, that's two, three, four, five, uh, three, two. So you could, she could do that there. She could probably go out a little bit further. She could do it up here. She could do it over to here. So I can see what she's doing over there. Now, the whole point of this practice is to keep your eyes focused on that point, but then move your awareness without moving your eyes around. So it's two, she's moving her hand. This would work better if somebody could see your, if your hand was in mm, frame. It's not possible. Um, but the whole idea is that you're looking at a point like maybe behind me at the, the corner of that, that, that frame here. And then I'm seeing other things around it. I'm just moving my awareness around. My question to you is, what's moving? And you could say, well, attention is moving. The fuck is that? What, what is that? How, how are you able to move that around? Like, what, what, it, what is that? It was, it was, I don't know, yesterday when I did it at work, it was really mm. tripping me out. Yeah, when you point, when you pose it like that, it, brings to question in my mind what is consciousness yeah like Which... what what is causing that movement mm -hmm. because it's nothing's actually physically moving your eyes are stayed locked in place but you're you can almost feel this physical movement but it's not there's no physical movement so what is that yeah and it, honestly i don't know how much you've been using the waking up app that Very, sam been, harris has put it's up it's been weeks since i did it but his more recent ones i'd say within the past few months maybe two months has been focusing on uh sensations and, and kind of like the self so he'll have the person who's meditating he'll suggest that they look at something and then they try to focus on the air between the thing that they're looking at like a wall or the sky or whatever and try and focus their attention in the air between hmm. them whatever they are and the wall for example and then he'll say, now when I snap my fingers, right when I snap, try to turn attention on itself. Try to look for the one who is looking or try to figure out what is looking. Mm -hmm. And for me, it what happened initially when I first started practicing was I would, it was kind of like a vision of a, an inner eye would turn around really quick, like split second, turn around and then see a desert plain, just like a blank desert. And then it would kind of disappear. Where now it's just, I don't know how to explain it. It's it's more of a, I, I don't know what's looking like. I don't feel like there's a point within me that is feeling the sensation of looking. I feel like I'm just kind of a part of everything that I'm sensing. Hmm. Like there's no boundary. <laughs> hmm. Like that Kevin, whatever the hell <laughs> his last name is. Uh, Kevin Wilbur. Hmm. That book. Moving on, the next thing I have written up here, uh, like, I don't know. I don't know where else to go with that. I don't know. Okay. Uh, what do you have up there? Um, just emotion clouding logic. What is but that? That was more to do, that that thought was inspired by seeing people freak out about cuties. Oh. And, and that was before I'd seen the movie Cuties. But I would say that 
I wouldn't be surprised if a good number, like a, a, the majority of people freaking out about cuties online, just hadn't even watched the film. I mean, we even saw that. I went to Metacritic to see what the rating was. It's got a 69 from critics, which is way too high. Yeah. It's like I'm not. I'm not saying that from a, an emotional place. I don't. I truly do not mind that somebody wanted to tackle that subject matter. I don't care. I don't care. What tackle whatever subject matter you want to, but do it in a way that is quality. And that just it just wasn't. It yeah. wasn't a very good movie. Like the overarching story seemed to be just to go back to that really quick. Seemed to be this girl who's growing up in a Muslim household. Yeah. She's, what she's seeing, she doesn't like. And so she tries to find anything else or like it, it seems like the that she turns away from that kind of running away from that culture and trying to find something that she can relate to or, or wants to be a part of. And then she sees these girls doing these dances at school and then she goes, oh, that's the thing I'm going to attach myself to. And she pours herself into that and runs away from her culture. And then she finds out that that's no good. So then at the very end of the film, when she's jumping rope, she's just dressed in normal 11-year-old clothing or however old she is at that point. Mm -hmm. And she's jumping rope, which is like an innocent girl thing to do. It's just like, okay, well, I'm just going to do me instead. Yeah. Like, okay, so that's not a terrible story. It's just, again, it just execution poured, was terrible. Yeah, it was just not good execution. Or the opening, I just remembered the opening, one of the opening scenes where she's at school and she sees some girls practicing dancing. And then teacher's like, okay, I think a bell rings. And all of the kids just freeze. They're all just kind of... The ones who are dancing. No, all of them. Oh, really? All of them. Oh. Hmm. And then the rest of the ones go walking away. And then the dancing ones stay there for a little bit longer. Like, hmm. there's no explanation. Like, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I don't... I truly don't know. It's... Are they're, they're going against what the, the society... I, 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 I really don't understand that. And they're, that just... That kind of thing happens... A number of times throughout the movie, movie you're just going and going like, what, what is, yeah, what's happening? What is that? Like, it's not. <laughs> and again, maybe because we didn't grow up in France, it, it just doesn't make sense to us, and it's just okay, fine. And maybe somebody that did, we're like, ah, oh, ah, ah, so, so beautiful. Oh, executed so well. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's like, the, there are so many things that trend on like Twitter, and they just seem like clickbaity nonsense and then you go and dive into the subject like cuties and you find out okay well it's a little more complicated than that like yeah it's as not most it's things. not just pedophilia it's this director who didn't do a great job that actually you saying that there's a little bit more complicated than that ties into what a, a thing that i wrote it down up here um flawed logic i wrote down hmm. i wrote down hoople slash maga and my i the, the thinking there was <laughs> so you've, you you a lot of times people on the left, people that are more liberal minded, uh. will say that we shouldn't, um, you, you shouldn't speak poorly of the homeless people because you don't know their circumstances. Maybe they've got mental issues. You, you don't know why they're there. They're, they're, a, they're a victim of, of, of circumstance is, is a phrase that gets tossed around a lot. You know, you don't know how bad their family was. Like you can't look down on them when you don't know their story. Fair enough. Hey, you, you've got, you're, you're right. You're right. Or um, they'll often say, like, the whole point of, or one of the points of that movie 13, which was another movie that... 13th. Uh, 13th. Good, good subject matter. Great. Fine. Go ahead. But piss poor documentary. A lot of the people that they were filming, they didn't say who their name was until way later. That was, I, it was a major complaint I had throughout that documentary. Like, who yeah, is this? Well, who the fuck is this person talking right now? It's a terrible execution. What else was bad about it? 
I don't. It's been a minute since we watched it. I don't remember hmm. that. That I'm, I'm speaking of that primarily. If you have people that you're interviewing for your documentary, you need to show who the fuck they are. Yeah. Like it Tell doesn't. Tell the audience why do they care? Like, is this just somebody you found on the street? Is this a professor? I don't know who this is. But one of the points that that movie made, Thirteenth, was that a lot of people, black people, are born into these circumstances, born into to neighborhoods where. They don't have a whole lot of options available to them. Fair enough. Fair enough. So you have people that are on the left that they're saying like, you know, we got to find ways to educate people. Don't don't condemn them. Don't throw them in prison for for misdemeanors. Don't do all this. Like we, we should be empowering them. We should be helping them. We, you know, be kind to them. Show them show them the, the, the truth. Show them show them how things work in the world. OK, fair enough. But then those same people will turn around and are willing to put a brick through somebody's <laughs> oh, head yeah. that's wearing a MAGA hat. It's like, whoa, 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 hold on. Maybe that person is a victim of circumstance too. Maybe they grew up in a place where they just weren't given the, the proper opportunities. Why does it work for this section of the, the world, but not this one? Why is this, Why are these over here not, even Nazis, even Nazis, maybe they're just victims of circumstance. Oh, no. It, it, it seems as though there's there's two ways of looking at the world and they pick who falls into one. One is a, is, is a product of determinism. They had no say in, the, in the, the way that they ended up where they're at. They just are a product of fate. Fate dealt them a shitty hand and it's our job, the rest of society, to help them out, help fix, help tweak that hand that they were dealt. But over here, all of these people have free will and they deliberately chose to go down the path that they're on. And it's all because of conscious decisions that they made. Nothing else. It can't be both at the same time. Or if it is, it can't work for two different people in two different ways. Like it, it has to work Or like one equal. group and not the other. Yeah. Like that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It makes no sense. Or, or the same thing following that same kind of logic or that same idea, I wrote down iPod and um, weather slash COVID. So you've got all these people, basically anybody that I ever know, has it goes to the weather channel. They look up weather. They're on you look at the phone to see what the weather is. How how does that how does that get there? Well, science. Scientists. How does people, that get there? The information oh, the about oh, the, what, okay. what the weather is. Okay. Like if you if you're laying in bed and you're like, oh, is it going to be hot today? And you look and you're like, oh, it's supposed to be a forecast of 78. Mm -hmm. And yesterday it was a forecast of 82 and it ended up being 81. So the weather has a pretty good track record of being more or less accurate-ish, especially of the day of. Not maybe 10 days out, but... If you're looking at the weather, you know, am I going to need to bring an umbrella? Should I bring a pack of rain jacket? Oh, no, it's going to be sunny out today. Okay, cool. I, I won't bring my rain jacket with me. Those same people sometimes will then say, oh, no, this thing over here is a hoax or the earth is flat or this or that. It's like, well, how do how do you how do they make this make this stuff make sense in their minds? I just I don't understand it. Walking like, contradictions. Like you're using an iPhone to look this stuff up, which is a product of science to then go and then post on boards and forums and Facebook groups about how science is a lie. Wait, huh? huh? I just don't understand how people make that make sense in their heads. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know. Like, how, do, how does it work for these things, but then not those things? It's a good question. Makes me wonder what kinds of things I believe that contradict other things. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a lot of things that, I don't know. I, 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 I do think, like, the, what was touched on in The Social Dilemma, that movie, um, that people can kind of 
live in a rabbit hole or just like this bubble, this echo chamber. Oh, yeah. Where like their entire reality is clouded by various things that they expose themselves to willingly on their cell phone due to algorithms that subject or the information that they're getting and, and viewing and surrounding themselves with is more or less the same and coming from the same angle. There's It's like not no conflicting information because the people that are giving us this information don't care what we do with that. They just want us to click and, and keep our attention on it so they can make money off of the time that we spend. Well, that's true of what we're doing right now. I don't care what somebody does with, with like, look, we're just putting this out there. Oh, sure. So that people can watch it. And I guess my, my grand goal with this is that somebody is entertained and they feel that two people on the other side of the screen have been honest with them and haven't lied for the past hour. And that everything that they've said isn't some sort of manufactured show, Mm -hmm. but rather a couple of people, a married couple that is actually married. Like this isn't like you don't go off to your house and then we meet up and we put on this act and we come to this set that is, it looks a lot like a kind of a janky apartment (laughs) and we come here and it's all some sort of planned thing. If somebody's thinking that, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It, it's <laughs> okay. Why would we do that? Yeah. Well, why not have know. a, why not have a slightly nicer set? <laughs> like why not actually have a, a backdrop that actually looks like, you know, a backdrop? Oh, it's all green screen behind you. Well, it's not. Um, I can go and interact with any one of those fucking books right now. That lamb. Like I, I feel like I should actually do that, but I, I feel like an absolute fucking moron for doing that. Um, I'm, What's my grand goal here with with doing in in the things that I say? Just to get people to maybe maybe ponder something. Like, huh, that's interesting. Yeah, huh. Like if if that happened, Eagle. yeah. There we go. I'm cool. Great. Like I'm not trying to change somebody's life. I'm not. I don't. I'm not on here. Like we haven't had any sort of conversation, but about like oh we need to improve the world at large, and we we want to you know be a, a beacon of hope and 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 light for like no the closest we've gotten to that up. is just complaining about people that don't think yeah and so we decided okay well we should do that in front of a camera instead <laughs> just just question a couple of things throughout your day like and it doesn't even have to be major things it could just be you go in a store and you wonder like oh why is that put there i don't know maybe you don't come up with an answer but just 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 wonder it yeah. I'm, I'm way more centered here than you I know. Are. It's been a thing. In what? All of the videos? I think so. I don't know hmm. why. Hmm. You have a nicer face. Uh, I think most of our viewers would disagree. Um, I... I don't know. I wonder if our... Having worked in retail, both of us... Like, how much that has influenced me anyway, being frustrated at people not thinking. I don't really know what to attribute it to, but I was making grape juice out of grapes that I gotten from the people that I work for. And I was thinking about a time I was cashiering at Whole Foods. And when the the belt moved towards me as Mm -hmm. I was ringing up groceries, yeah, the conveyor belt that the groceries were on. 
it stopped abruptly and there was a tall, skinny wine bottle that toppled over when it stopped. And the customer got annoyed that it had done that, that it had fallen over. And I saw this frustration on her look and just kind of like this appalled look. And I was like, well, what's going on? Like, the bottle seems fine. And she said, I don't know, the grapes are bruised. I need a new bottle. And I said, I think we're a little beyond that point. I think they were bruised a long time ago. You don't remember me telling you this? Yeah, I do. She had us get her a new bottle because the grapes may have been bruised in the tumble. (laughs) And there are little things like that that have happened throughout my life that have made me wonder, hmm, why? Yeah, and I don't... Why is that in your head? When those things happen, I know there's some people that would say like, oh, you need to have compassion for those people. What? And just, it's like, no, no, that, that... That's not where my mind goes. Like, I don't know if I should articulate right now where my mind goes, Mm. but it's not there. It's a place of extreme, horrific violence delivered upon that person routinely. Like, as as just a habit of that person's life. It's just what they then endure on a regular basis. Like, you have proven yourself to be... I don't have words... For how poorly I think of individuals. when And you're like, well, that was just one example. I can learn so much. You learn so much from somebody and from one example. Like that one gal, when we were doing one of the, the, the fun drives to raise money for something. Mm. I don't remember exactly which thing it was. Whole Foods was all, all commonly, before Amazon Odom. I don't know if they still do this. But back before Amazon Odom, when we worked there, they would have various fun drives. And in the ba- the funds would be either donating money or a bag refund once. Well, there was different ones. Yeah. There were those. But yeah, but there was also just like, like the whole Planet Foundation where yeah. you're just trying to get people to donate money. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think that's what it was. This whole Planet thing. So it was, it was the whole idea was that you get this money together and then they would give micro loans to people so that they could. A micro loan is like less than $20 US. So that somebody in Singal or Libya could buy a goat, which they could then start making cheese from, and then they sell, they pay back the microloan. I heard things that said that the microloan program was just indentured servitude for indentured servitude for these people, and they were just never because got... the interest rates were... Yeah, the interest rates were astronomical, and they could never actually pay that back. I I don't know the truth of it. I'm not sure. All I know is that by winning these, these, these fund drives is that I got a $400 or something like that gift card, and that paid for food for us for a couple of months, so I... I whatever. Um... <laughs> But you told me a story about how some gal, she was white, some Karen-looking gal came uh-huh. through with two cl- kids that were clearly, that clearly did not come out of her. Like, maybe she adopted them from Africa or someplace. <sighs> you want to tell that? Gosh. I don't even want it to come out of my mouth because this lady is terrible. They yeah, they were clearly adopted because I don't even think the children were of the same race, but she was white and this is a very rich white neighborhood that we worked in. And so I asked if she wanted to donate to the Whole Planet Foundation and she said, oh no, I give in other ways. And she looked at her children and I was Just like, like, what? Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, like, can't you see? Yeah, when Vera Ugh. told me, I was just, holy shit. Holy shit. That just makes my like, skin crawl. Like, like, it's fine to say no, but to add yeah. on that additional part, like, oh no, I give in other ways. Other ways. I've actually purchased a couple of those kinds of kids. Like, what the? 
<laughs> Holy shit. Holy you know, shit. And I used to think when you would tell me about the violent thoughts that would go through your head when we first met, I thought, what is wrong with this guy? Like, I need to, I need to help him out with this. And as we've continued to speak more openly over the years, and we're just getting to know each other, I've come to realize, okay, well, maybe some people, like, they can't be saved. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, there's just, there's nothing else going for them. They just aren't going to make the right choice. It's just not going to happen. So, yeah, maybe they should be removed. There's a phrase that gets not, to- I, tossed I, around. I'm not saying who those people should be. I'm just, yeah, there's a phrase. That gets tossed around where I work, and it's, how did you get here? Or how did you get out of bed? One of the, Some variation. It's just like... How, how did, how are you, how are you here? How did you, (laughs) the the questions that you're asking me confuse my brain so much that your presence here, and you don't live here. Like if you lived here, I would be a little bit more understanding. Like, oh, you, you've just never gone anywhere. And so you've gone to sleep and you've woken up for the whole 55 years of your existence. Okay. I get it. But, but no, you drove here. How did that happen? How do you know how to drive a motor vehicle? How is it that you have a home? And some of these people, they'll talk about the home that they're working on. I'm just, they're so blitheringly stupid. It blows my mind that they live in Seattle and own a home. I, 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 it boggles the imagination. I, I just. It is, it, it, it is cause for curiosity. Like, how did that happen? How are you, how do you have a home? In a rich city, you can somehow afford, like, how are you getting that money? I don't understand. Yeah. What is it that you're doing that is providing somebody, some company with enough worth to pay you the salary required to afford the things that you afford? Hmm. Like, and you're, you're wondering right now, I imagine, I, I certainly would if I was on the other side of the screen. Well, give me some examples. What are these people? Well, we just gave you a couple. That gal that that with the, her gives kids. gives in other ways. That gives in other ways. Um, the, the bruised grapes one or the people that come in. If you don't know what a machine screw is, look. There's If you just type in types of screws, I think, on YouTube, there's a minute and a half long video from Home Depot that explains the different types of screws. Just watch that. I'll tell you right now that... There's an extreme difference between a machine screw and a wood screw. You don't put a nut, like a threaded nut. I don't even, I don't have one handy, but you don't put that on a wood screw. There, there's, I mean, there might be nuts for a wood screw somewhere. Certainly somebody's probably made one, but that's not a common thing. That, that You don't go into a, a, a hardware store and say, oh, where are your wood screw nuts? People are just like, they look at you like you were nuts, like you, like you lost your nuts. Um, but I've had people, this has happened at least once where somebody's like, is this the right thing that I need for this? And they're holding like a dry drywall screw and then a nut. It's like, that's no, that is definitely not what, huh? Or this guy who was in his fifties, maybe sixties. And I was trying to help him get his, he had the, he was trying to get his, his sink, his laboratory sink, his bathroom sink to, drain into the outlet in the wall. Well, most lav sinks are inch and a half, but most outlets are inch, I'm sorry, are inch and a quarter, and most outlets are inch and a half. Fine, 
All you need is this one piece, one little fucking piece that I was showing him to get from his his inch and a quarter up to inch and a half. It was real simple. And he was just, I explained it to him in a three, three different ways, maybe as many as a half dozen different ways. And his daughter was there with him. His adult daughter was like, come on, dad. And he wasn't senile. He just wasn't getting it. And I said, you just put this. And I showed him. We had the pieces right there. I was like, you just put this and there you go. And he's just like, looking at his phone and all the pictures he's taking. Like, but how do I, but what I have is an inch and a quarter and the wall is inch and a half. And so I, how do I connect? I was like, yeah, that's what I'm, holy shit. That's what I'm showing you. That's why you have this adapter piece that goes from the, but how, how does it, it's just like, I, I, I didn't know what to say. Eventually, his daughter's is like, well, let's just take what we have and, and we'll try and make it work. It's like, there's no trying to make it work. You just put this piece where I told you to put it and it works. That's that's it. Yeah, I don't know. It's like trying to explain to somebody how how to open a door. It's like, so you turn the handle and then you pull and they're like, okay. So I turn it. Oh, it's not opening. You turn. It's like, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I don't know how much of it is just not thinking and how much of it is maybe other things. Like, I don't know. I had a gal yesterday who didn't couldn't wrap her head around keyways with with a key. Like, if you look at a key, the keyway is the this way. The hills and valleys are the this way. So you've got a key, and if you look at the lock, there's got it's got some zigs and zags. Like it's got some zigs in that. Not all keys are going to fit into that keyway. It's got to be a certain shape. Most American locks are the, the vast majority across the U.S. are going to be Quickset or Schlage. Quickset has a zigzag that goes this way and Schlage has a zigzag that goes that way. And it's a different shape. You cannot put a Schlage key into a Quickset lock and vice versa. This gal was like, oh, okay, I'd like to get some brass keys of this one. I was like, well, they're all brass. She's like, oh, well, I want the brass color. Okay, fair enough. Um... I, I don't have one of that 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 style. I, you need a KW1 blank for for your key. She's like, well, what about this one? She points to an SC one, a, sh- a Schlage key. And it's like, that 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 won't work. And she's kind of like, well, it's a key. Why not? And I was like, so I'm, I'm holding it to her, facing her. And it's like, see how this one goes this way? And this one goes this way? And she's like, okay, well, what about this one? Points to another Schlage key. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. I was like, see this shape of the head, this, this shape? Any of that shape will work. And she's looking and she's looking. She's like, so this one. And she was pointing to, again to it. And I was like, no, if not I that her, one. At that point, I would have just said, okay, well, you just like pick one that will work and we'll go with that. I went through them. Like, like, this kind will work. I gave her like a half dozen examples. Like, and I'm showing her style. I'm like, see how this one is like this one? That one will work. Uh, here's one will work. This one will work. And finally, fucking finally, she's like, Okay, how about this one? Yes, that'll work. I gave her, yeah, I was like, yes, yeah, exactly, that one will work. He's like, this one? Yes, that one. She finally got it. But I mean, it. I had to do a lot of explaining. It's like, how did you get here? How did you get here? Like, as we're talking about this, I'm wondering, okay, well, where the hell do I fall short? Yeah, that's the that's the exact question you should wonder. And that's the question that I've wondered many times. Like, that's why when I've gone to restaurants, I've tried to, like, you know, when we do this, not that we found it at a restaurant, but we'll <laughs> gather up our stuff. 
and yeah, we'll put well, it up, stack it, it all like, up. My grandmother took me out to this cafe a couple months ago, and I I put everything kind of like we do. Yeah. You know? Like stack okay, it all, all up. Yeah, stack it up. Put it on the edge. Put the napkins in a, like one of the dishes. Mm-hmm. It's just that's yeah. the kind thing to do. Yeah. Because someone's gonna have to do it. Right. And we're all in this together. <laughs> and I'd heard I don't know if it was from you or somebody else at some point in my life that oh don't do that because. They like the the waiters and waitresses. They 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 want to do that. That's their job or something. I think I had told you that because I had heard that it was it was rude. It was kind of like sending the message of oh you can't do this. Like you're not smart enough. But that's an ego problem of the waiter or the server. Maybe. But when I were I've worked at a restaurant and I asked multiple waitresses servers there. I said so. I'd heard. Mm. That this is considered rude. Like, I really like it when somebody does this. Or do you, any of you, like, should I be considering this rude as it's my job? And they're like, fuck no, we like it. I mean, saves us time. Yeah. Like, why would I want to reach across a table with there's all these dishes across it and Where gather it all up? That. Like, maybe, maybe it was at like a, a nicer restaurant or something. And I was with somebody and they told me that, but I don't remember how I picked that up. I'll tell you what the most annoying thing when I was trying to bust tables was, is trying to stack all this stuff. If you order all your food and you don't take it and you just leave your plate full of food, I now have to figure out how the fuck to get all of your your leftovers. I've got to scrape it off because I can't just stack leftovers on top of leftovers. Like you're half a burrito, this person's, you know, three quarters of their nachos, this person's two slices of pizza. I've got to scrape that all onto one plate so that Mm. I can stack the other empty plates up so that the final plate has the food on it. And if that final plate has 13 half eaten meals, well, I can't fit that on a single plate. So I've got to spread it out between plates. Fucking take your leftovers. Take your leftovers. You paid for it. It's going to be fine or throw it out. But leaving it for me to stack and have a huge stack of, of this mess, I'd probably have to make multiple trips, which means the people that are waiting for a table are waiting longer. <laughs> like, it just, it's a trickle-down effect. Yeah, it, every single action that we take in life has a ripple effect. And, I mean, we can do the best we can to make that those ripples pleasant for yeah. the next thing or person that it runs into, but, I mean, we're not gonna we're not going to get them all. That's for sure. I'm not trying to make excuses for people being idiots, but... I think that everyone should do what they can to make those ripples as pleasant as possible. Yeah. To the next person. There are things there's that when when somebody does something and they go against the the stupid norm, it really stands out. Like when we worked at Whole Foods, like you mentioned yes. the conveyor belt. Mm-hmm. The conveyor belt's I don't know, foot, foot and a half, mm-hmm. maybe eighteen inches I wide. Think eighteen inches or two feet, yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, there's, there's a side that's closer to you. So if I'm here and the conveyor belt is going in front of me, there's Mm -hmm. a side that's further away from me. And then there's clearly a side that's closer to me. Well, a lot of people, because the side's closer to them would set their stuff right next to them. And so I've got to reach over and grab it and reach over. Doing that all day. Exactly. That's exactly where I was going to go. I was going to say, you know, if it's one time, what's the big deal? But it's not one time. It's 400, it's 500 customers in a day when it's busy. I mean, you're just doing this for literal thousands of items. Like, let me grab that. And it's just lower back, lower back, lower back again and again and again and again. express checkout areas Mm -hmm. when there isn't a conveyor belt and there's just this little square where you put your groceries. So often people will just set it right at the edge right next to to them. them. And then the cashier has to reach over and I see them and they're just like, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. Or like leaving the basket or like not put taking their food out of the basket and just doing this. And then the cashier's reaching and and like every time you reach in, you can feel it right here. Mm -hmm. And people don't think about that. 
it's, probably it's because they haven't been in that position. Over. Yeah. But. I got into the habit of with if there wasn't anything breakable in there, I'm just like, <laughs> I just dump their stuff. I'm like, fuck I you. Like, that. I just, I, I don't like, care. Smack. You goddamn moron. Yeah. I'll do that at the the store that I work because nothing, very few things are breakable, like mm-hmm. light bulbs. Like, yeah. But other than that, I'm just, and nobody cares. And I mean, I'm so thankful for the vast majority of the customers that we have. When it's not the DIYers, the construction workers, they do not give a fuck. And they are smart. And they do think for themselves. And they come up and they'll switch. They'll Like a lot of them will put the barcode side up. And they'll actually, before I even get there, try and find things that have barcodes on it so you can actually scan it. Like these are smart people that are out there in the world thinking for themselves. It's the fucking DIYers, the millennial fucks that work at Amazon, Facebook, and Google around here that are the goddamn idiots that I want to curb stomp on a routine basis. They're stupider than dog shit. So... Earlier, what was I saying about Whole Foods? Oh, yeah. So you notice you was, it was a very pr- clear thing when somebody would take the time to push their, their groceries close to you. And you're like, oh, my gosh, it's right here. And I can just scan, scan, scan. I don't have to reach, reach, can reach. Can you just be my customer all day? <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> why, why are you one out of 100 people? Truly, it's probably about that extreme. It's like, why? Why? Or recently, with all the smoke, all this these wildfires that California and Oregon has had, all this smoke's been blowing up here. And I've had to deal with the call, do you have any furnace filters or box fans? No less than 50 times. It could have been more than 100. But on an extreme conservative estimate, 50 times. One person, one person out of all of those calls had the wherewithal to say, Hey, so you've probably gotten this call a million times, but I was just wondering if there's any chance you have some box fans or furnace filters. And I told that person, no, you're right. I have gotten this call a whole bunch. And, and no, I, I haven't. Everybody else was like, hi, I was just, I was calling to see if you have furnace filters or box fans. No. Oh, oh none. I mean, and, and multiple people, like a dozen or more, like genuinely surprised. Really? There's none in the back or anything? It's like... <laughs> Did you think that, do you think that you're alone on the planet? Like, do you not realize that maybe a couple other people called before you? Like, or the guy who was truly surprised that we didn't have N95 masks. He's like, really? Like, what could solve this? Because it seems like a lot of these people are just like, they got their blinders up and this is how they view the world. This is all that exists is right here, wherever they're looking straight forward. Everything else doesn't exist. This yeah. is not an option. So maybe take the blinders off. I don't know how like, to get people to like do that. Read like, more things that maybe you don't agree with. Try and listen to a podcast of somebody that you have written off completely as a person and try to find one good thing about them or one thing that you agree with about them. I mean, um, those are all good things, but how does that help that somebody? you wouldn't normally go after. I'm just saying, like, if you open your mind and you try something new, you put yourself in a new world... By reading a book or seeing a movie that you may not have otherwise wanted to see, other than maybe trying out this exercise, and then finding, like, one thing, just one thing that you would be surprised by, or one thing that you might agree with and you wouldn't think that you would agree with it because maybe you wrote Ben Shapiro off as a person and you think everything he has to say is bad. Mm-hmm. Or any any individual that has a bunch of negativity, like, surrounding them. Mm-hmm. Like, because by doing that, you might surprise yourself to to learn, like maybe, that, oh, you don't just write things off. The world is a complex place. And 
there might be something to glean from this, that, and the other thing that I otherwise would have just turned the other way. Like, not, not actually looked at because someone told me it was a bad thing. Yeah, I. that's all good, and that's good advice, but how, how does that tie into people just not being aware of the ferns filter or the guy with the mask and him just, like, well, walking... I'm, I'm, I'm saying, like, that is a way to train your brain to, I guess, by learning a bunch of different things. You've heard this phrase, I'm sure. I'm sure you've, I know you've heard this. It's the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Mm -hmm. So it seems like the people that are the most dense are the ones that think they know everything. Or, like, no other yeah, possibility it's, it's the could be effect, there. effect is what it's called. Okay. Well... The, the less Whatever you know, the, the, you... the more you think you know about a thing. Yeah. It's just like, you got to open your mind. And this fucking social media is really, I, I've thought it for a while, even before watching this movie we watched, The Social Dilemma. Mm -hmm. It's just like narrowing people's minds. It's just, yeah, and like they said, anything. the biggest problem of it is that so much, so, so many lies and untruths are, are the fabric of, I was about to say the world, but I think it goes beyond that, of reality is coming frayed and wonky. Mm -hmm. And that's why I have just taken it upon my, like, before we even started this podcast, just to put a pause on this, we were trying to do this retarded skit thing <laughs> where I had a couple, a jar, a mason jar, and and, and a wine tumbler or a wine, what, like a stemless yeah, wine like, glass, yeah. <laughs> masking taped to my head. In, in in goggle fashion, and then this respirator on. And the idea was that I was going to walk in. Vera's going to be sitting here. It's like, oh, give me a second. Del's not here yet. Uh, oh, here he comes. And then I walk in through the door, and she was going to be filming me coming in. And then you see me being like, oh, yeah, it's pretty smoky out there still, just looking like a complete imbecile. I mean, I can give you I, I, a no, rough I, I idea. I took a few pictures, so maybe we could just embed that in the film. Okay, yeah, here we go. <laughs> There's So that's that's what I looked like. Um, but like before you even explain this idea, you were taping these things to your head. Yeah, I, 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 I kind of thought like, I just wanted to see if it would work. And then it was taped to my head and it was like, well, I guess we should start going now because I oh, mean, it's fucking taped to my head, but nothing, yeah, nothing was set up. So I'm like, because the tape's right in front of my eyes because it's taped to my head. And so as you can see in the picture, and so I'm like walking around like this, but it's warping my vision. So I'm like, oh, is that the roof? Oh shit. And then I'm like, maybe I should look this way and just kind of like, let me grab the, it goes in here. And then I'm like trying to look for the mouse. Like, is it okay? I wish people could see your hands. There we go. Oh, I'm like, click on that. And there we go. Oh, and I'm trying to get the, it all set up. I'm trying to plug all these things in and get the recording going. It was retarded. Retarded. Yeah. Um, this is, so speaking of that, so just pause What what that is. This is one of our favorite things to do. It's a good way to start the morning. If ever you need a good giggle, you just got to open up Google and type mm -hmm. in the word retarded into Google. And then you may be given the option of hearing Google so, say yeah, retarded. You just can go like that and then you go and you hear it. Oh, no, hang you on. Gotta slow it down. Retarded. So you can go like that. Then you can go to song. learn to pronounce. And you've got American pronunciation and British pronunciation. American slow is mm, the best. My favorite. Retarded. <laughs> Retarded. 
<laughs> it gets me every time. Retarded. <laughs> it gets me every time. So, yeah. That whole thing that we were trying to get to go going and me not explaining it was retarded. And, uh... And so I'm coming in, and the whole reason I'm mentioning this and how this ties into the lies and everything is that Vera's like, oh, oh, Dell's here. He went on a, a trip to the store. And I was like, nope, no, I didn't. This falls apart. I did not go to the store. I know I what she's mis- going to say. I mistakenly thought we had a conversation about it while he was getting ready. I came out of that conversation with the misunderstanding that that's what was going to be okay to say. Yeah, she thought that I had told her that's what I wanted her to say, like that I had said, hey, so when I come, when you know, you'll be sitting down, you'll start the podcast and you'll say, oh, Dell's at the store. Oh, it looks like you just got back. I didn't say that. Either at the store running errands. Running errands, whatever. Right. Yeah. So, no, I said Dell is getting back from an errand, something like whatever, some whatever was said and whatever wasn't said, miscommunication happened. But I was not okay with starting the podcast with a lie because I sure as shit hadn't gone to the store. I was just on the other side of that door. You also hadn't run an errand. You could count that as running an errand. Uh-huh. It was my, it, is, is it, is a, it a tweak? Yeah, it's a tweak and it's, it's a stretch. But I definitely didn't go to a store. Yeah. You could definitely make the case, and it, I certainly could, that I ran an errand. And you also wouldn't wear these retarded glasses anywhere because you can't see out of them. no. But I was gonna. I wasn't gonna make it sound like I had actually done that. We were gonna talk about. We've seen people doing things like this. More pictures. I. I think. I saw somebody doing something weird. I think he had a snorkel on. This was in the early days. Like a thing that you might get at a sporting goods store or whatever. Like the kids section with a snorkel and the goggles. It's like a kit. Like he was wearing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cool. I think we. I feel like I saw something else that was wacky. We saw a few of them that were pretty weird. I saw a guy that he had a MAGA hat on, and then it was just this drapey kind of thing. It was like some he had tucked a napkin up in here, but I'm, I'm nearly certain it was part of the hat, and it was Trump's face. So it was just kind of this drapey cloth mask thing, and he came into the store. <laughs> and I was like, and I said something. Was like, when people like that come around, I can't not say something. I have to. And, and so I said, you wear this, you deserve this. Uh, I, I just said something that? like, that's an interesting get up or something. And he goes, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, my I don't know. I don't remember what he said. Something about like this whole thing's a joke. My my dad had COVID twice and he's totally fine. Or I don't I don't I don't know. He did these breathing exercises. Yeah. And he just stretched his lungs. <laughs> um, God. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so you didn't want to build it on a lie because the lies are flimsy. Yeah. Just Speaking like... of interesting customers, one of my coworkers got to saw, got to see some guy's nudes. Got to see, got some, to see guys some guys' nudes. nudes. Yeah, so something that'll happen where I work is people will bring their phones and be like, so here's the problem I'm dealing oh. with. And they'll pull up their phone and start swiping through their pictures. <laughs> I've gotten into the habit to just kind of like pause t- until they find their picture. Yeah. And anytime I show somebody pictures on my phone, which is very infrequent, I'm always checking the library. So before you click on the individual image, you've got all the images to choose from. So when you're in the library, the photo album, whatever you want to call it, I'll look at the surrounding half dozen pictures to know if I go left or right a couple of images, am I safe? Yes, I am. Not that I keep that kind of stuff on my phone anyways. Like it's almost very rarely on my phone at all. Like there's nothing like that on my phone right now. 
But I still just check, just just That's to be sure. Habit. Yeah, it's just, I just want to make sure. Mm-hmm. It's like anytime I'm sending an image of a particular quality through an email, I just <laughs> oh, double check. Double check the address. Okay. Even if it's good. A, in response to yeah, like it's just, one of your emails, I'll go. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. we're good. <laughs> it's just a habit because it's a good habit. I just there's certain things I don't want to send to my dad or brothers or yeah coworkers, but. So this guy was, I don't know, he was, I guess, talking about some chain that he needed. He's like, oh, yeah, this is the size lock. And he's, like, swiping through. And he goes, and there's just him standing there. (laughs) And my coworker said it must have been the same day because he was wearing the exact same thing (laughs) in the image that he was at the store. So he was just there and just had his pants open. And he's like, oh, okay. And I said, did you say anything? Did he say anything? He's like, no, we just kind of just kind of moved on from that. I said, there's no way if I was in your shoes that I didn't say anything. What would you have said? I didn't, I don't know. I I would like to think I would think of something clever to say, but I was thinking, what would I actually say if it was just out of the blue? (laughs) Whoopsie. I I think I would have said something like, okay, that was, that was, that was the first thing to to my, okay, it's good. I just, it would just be a knee jerk thing. Just like, okay, all right. Well, you know, I could have done without that. Like I would have, I absolutely would have. If somebody just showed me their dong on their phone, I imagine that wasn't the tool you were talking about. Yeah, right. Like I wish I could come up with something that clever on the spot, but I thought if it was just boom, in the words coming out, the first thing is probably just like, all right, well then, or like I'm saying something. I'm 100% not keeping my mouth shut if I just see some guy schlonging there. Like Boy. no way, no way am I silent about that. Good stuff. <laughs> the thing is, is that guy probably won't learn from that. He probably won't be more careful in the future. He'll he try to just like learn from it. He might have wanted to show that. He might have. It might have been to. intentional. It might have been like. Ugh. When eh, I worked at this eh, bike shop, that? there was a guy who came in with like those, yeah, lycra spandex, and his junk was just smushed up in there. You could see the shape of everything. It wasn't even anything to show off. It's like, why are you doing this other than to just be a nasty guy? Like, what is wrong with you? And he just wouldn't leave. He kept asking me questions, and I was like, okay, I get what you're doing, and I'm not interested in being here right now. So I passed him off to a coworker. I was like, I gotta go. I can't do this. <laughs> if that I, I'd like to think because we get people that have rode in and they're wearing, they're up in their mammal gear. Middle-aged man wearing in lycra is what that M-A-M-I-L. Middle-aged man in lycra. It's a mammal. A mammal. Yeah. So they'll come in clacking on their shoes. Click, 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 click. They're clipping shoes. They're clipless, which I don't still don't understand. They're clipless pedals, which are the ones that clip in. I think it has whatever. to do with the original style. Yeah, like the and clips or whatever, the, the cage kind of clips. Yeah, the name. Right. So this guy that we, I see those people throughout the store on somewhat regular basis. We're, we're not that far from biking paths around Seattle. And so I'll see them come in, but thankfully none have been that in your face about it. I think if some guy was trying to talk to me over an extended period of time, I'd be like, look, man, I can't take you seriously when you're wearing this. Well, this is like an overweight guy who wasn't wearing anything else bike related, like not a spandex shirt. Just the shorts? Yeah, it was just the shorts. And I was just like, why? Why are you subjecting me to this nastiness? Ugh, that's rough. Like, it's just, that's like a deranged way of being. It was very similar to a phone call that I received where, yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. I don't want to bring that up. When was this? It went on for way too long. 
um, at the bike shop. Oh. And some, I think it may have been the same guy because the guy was oh, talking about, about this. how, I guess I will talk about it, but how he has these shorts and they just, they see through, like you can see the junk through it. And I was just like, okay, well, I don't think I'm the best person to talk to about this. Let me find someone else. And he was just like, cut me off, like completely ignored what I was saying and kept going on about how much you could see through these things. And I was just like, okay. And then that guy came in within like two weeks of the phone call and I was just like, okay, these things are connecting way too well. So I got to get out of here. Gosh. Wow. It's funny, but it's also disgusting. It's funny. Like if I heard about this as a story, which I am, it's funny, but happening to you, it's, it's not funny. Because I mean, when it happens to you, it's just so abrupt. It's like, you're going about your day yeah. and you're at work and your mind's nowhere near anything sexual because you're at a bike shop and that's just not a thing that's around. Right. And then this and, happens. And it's around. And it just like punches you in the face and you go, okay, am I really being punched in the face right now? Or am I just being weird about this? You yeah. ride it out and then you figure out, oh, I'm an idiot. Okay. I should have ended this much sooner. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I don't know how you, how you do that. But I think you just, I think you know. You start to learn real quick, like, is this somebody that's just clueless? Because that could be the case. And he's just kind of like a, a dummy, which I, I don't know if that's excusable or not. Or it's certainly more excusable than the person that's just like, so, well, hang on. Well, I need your help still. And they're like clearly trying to get you to look in a particular direction. Like, oh, well, do you think this is good? And he's like holding it next to his, his I mean, nuts have, or whatever. Like, tried bike seats out, <clears throat> that same guy. Yeah. I'm just like, his junk's just like. He's trying out the bike seat on the stationary bike. He's doing different things. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I think at a certain point, you're just like, you know what? I'm going to get somebody else. Or as soon as you realize, you get that tingly feeling like this is, yeah, this, this ain't right. Something, something's off here. This you guy's... skedaddle right quick. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything more to talk about <clears throat> on this one. Me neither. The fires are gross and we're stuck inside. That's about it. Yeah. We had this, we had a box fan filter going, but we took it mm-hmm. apart so that we could uh, air out our room. We did a bunch of cleaning in the bathroom, in the mm-hmm. bedroom, clean the walls. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll get that going again. Yeah. Get some air pumping. It's yeah, probably it's pretty stinky. Stagnant and sticky. It's just kind of like <laughs> a, a wet blanket in here. It's not, it's Hope not pleasant. Hope for rain. Hope for rain. Gosh, yeah. You need to get that, that kid that you work with, his little rain prayer stick going. Oh, yeah. Got to get Good it going. Good idea. All right, but until then, I hope wherever you're at is smoke-free and um, also dummy-free. You know what? I'd prefer, I could, you know, boy, geez, if I had to pick one or the other. Oof. A dummy every day. Like, how how many many dummies? dummies? Yeah. (laughs) How many? How much smoke? Hang on. That's the first thing that happens when anytime somebody does an either or. It's always a barter. Like, well. Yeah, like, well, how long would I have to endure? How much? (laughs) How many? How how dumb are they exactly? (laughs) Would you rather have a fupa or cankles? Was that one that we did? (laughs) I always like the person that's like, I'll take both. Like, hmm. Okay. All right. Can Try I those on for size. Can I get both? <laughs> or my my still one of my favorite ones is that we heard was um would you rather run everywhere that you went or yell or yell everything you that you say. <laughs> so you just <clears throat> like you can't go anywhere with that isn't running. <laughs> you can't say anything that's not yelling. <laughs> Pick one. 
Well, shit. <laughs> mm. Gosh. I came up with one as overly waxy ears. Like, you, you can clean it out and it just it builds up again real quick. Or your nose is just kind of always a little bit runny. I think when you get to a certain age, your nose is always runny. At least that's <laughs> what my grandparents said the other day. And I said, maybe if you breathe through your nose for an like enough years, that's not the case. But both of their noses were running. Your grandpa came in when I was over there and it was just like, just trying to yeah. dripping down his face. It's like, God damn, it's like a little kid. He's 88. He's falling apart. You kind of do that when you get old. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Guess so. Anyway. All right. Well, here's to not falling apart any sooner than 88. We hope. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>